Hello, beautiful people. Welcome back to another episode of The Switch. And of course, my name is Tony Fentaiwo. And so I have another interesting guest on, on the podcast today. Um, a lot of people on Twitter know him as Sensei Diodobu. Um, I mean, it took me a while to know his name as well, but his real name is David. So, um, yeah, so we'll be talking with Sensei today. We'll be talking about um, basically photography. And I must say a big shout out to to Sensei because, I mean, I just reached out to him and I said, look, I have a podcast. I'd like you to come talk about um, photography and what it means to you. And he was like, sure, no problem. And we fixed the time and here we are. So I'm just going to hand over the reins to him, let him introduce himself, and then we'll just get going. David, welcome to the podcast. Thank you for jumping on board. Thank you very much. I must say a big thank you for even inviting me. This is like my, I feel like a celebrity right now because this is like my first time doing an air for anything. <laughs> so, um, hey guys, um, I'm Sensitive Dogu. My real name is yeah. David. Um, I'm a photographer. Um, I'm a photographer. And generally, I'm just a creative artist because I do other forms of um, creative art. I also, I'm also into calligraphy. But I do that on the side. So basically, I'm known for um, being a photographer. Yeah, so that's me. That's Sensei Diodobu. Um, awesome. So, I mean, just before we dive in, where did the name come from? I, I'm very curious about that. Okay. Uh, this is actually a very funny one. So most people tend to give themselves... Okay, most people, most guys who are in, who, are in, um, who tend to have nicknames are being given by based on... Um, feats they've accomplished probably maybe from secondary school or something but sensei yudogu basically stems from two things so one the sensei is um sensei is a japanese word for teacher so i used to be before i was a photographer i used to be um a teacher i used to teach biology and um what was it called um, physical health education um secondary school i taught senior secondary school and I was always known to teach and I love to teach a lot. So I naturally accepted that and just gave my name myself, myself that name, sorry. Then the Odogu part is from um, the name my mom used to call me. Odogu in Igbo language means victor. Although it was the original meaning of the word means um, a conqueror, a warrior. So I just tend to coin the name and then I was looking for a name for my brand. And I didn't want to go with my name, which is David Camu. I just wanted to use something different. I wanted to create like an alter ego for myself. So I was like, okay, why don't I use Sensei Dogan? People, I told someone, I was like, oh, the name is cool. So why don't you go ahead with it? So I thought the name just came about. So yeah, that is basically the meaning of or what it means. It may not have like a conjoined meaning, but they're just like from two different parts. So yeah. Wow, interesting. Um... So I've never really, well, obviously I knew the word sensei was some sort of teacher because if I've seen a few Chinese and Japanese movies as well. But okay. So to think that, you know, it was something that you coined out of, you know, your own um, your own experience being as a teacher, you know, being, and, and please, biology was the subject I hated the most in secondary school. It was just, <laughs> it was just so annoying. Maybe because... My teacher was an evil guy, and you know he always had an accent when he was pronouncing um, the word. So <laughs> I just, I, I just didn't like biology. Yeah. 
I just didn't like it. So, I mean, yeah. it's interesting to know that someone is doing the Lord's work, teaching biology and and all of that. So, let me just dive right yeah. in. So, how did it all start? Photography, okay. videography, calligraphy. I'm, I'm interested, you know, I'm interested. Um, okay. So, let me, let me start by saying this. Um, I was on a call with my dad one day and then he was like, he wanted to see my works and I showed him some of my works and he was like, wow, that is impressed. And then he said something. He said that um, he's, he wasn't really surprised because he knew that no matter how much of a science student I was, I would always um, go back into the creative um, arts. So basically how it started for me, I always put it in like two parts. So I'll just say this briefly. The first one, the first um, part I remember was... I was in the final year in 2016. I was um, I studied microbiology um, from Nelson University. I was uh, in final year. I was doing a topic, a project topic I had never done before, and no one before me, my ancestors, hadn't done that before. So, at some point in doing the, this topic, it was very strenuous because I was dealing with specimens that I had never seen, never heard of in my whole life of doing biology and microbiology as a whole. So. Out of the frustration of not being able to get samples for my work, my project work, um, I used to have a tab then, an Infinix um, X1000 tab. That tab, I still have that tab. So um, when I was not doing my project work, when I wasn't writing my project thesis or just doing anything in the laboratory, I would go around using my tablet to take pictures of architectural buildings in my school because my school has some very, very nice Asian style of architectural building. So it started there, but the, the earliest place started from, so that was like in way back 2016. So, but I took photography very seriously in 2019. Yeah. Like I told my mom, this is what I wanted to do. So I used to okay. have, yeah, I used to have a techno, I still have it though, a Techno Spark 3. So um, I would, I was, so I was teaching then, I was teaching biology, I would take pictures um of myself i would use lightroom i learned lightroom how to use lightroom youtube how to edit all those things on youtube basically and then um i would take pictures learn composition styles edit them on lightroom i would post it this was without anything like proper um professional editing and stuff like that then my teachers my colleagues my fellow colleagues who are teachers as well would be like oh mr david i like your picture can you take us a picture then end of the year party, I'll take pictures of um, teachers as well, the owner of the school, my students, my class students, because I was also a class teacher as well. So that was how it began for me, basically. Then um, the time where um, I was shuttling between Lake, between mainland and island because my mom was ill of uh, recent memory. So I would just take random pictures. I was like, it was like an art for me. And then sometime in May, sometime in April last year, 2020, if I'm not wrong, not, not April, I think June 2020, thereabouts. No, 2019 in April, if I'm not wrong. Um, I started a challenge on Twitter called Monochrome Challenge Ninja. So I I got people to join in. Okay. Yeah, we had. I think I saw that challenge. Yes, yes. I started that challenge and it went viral. And everybody posted their black and white pictures on Twitter and it was viral. So I got to meet a couple of creatives like me. So basically, that was just my journey. I started from the Techno Spark 3. So I was once a mobile photographer, like 
um, some people before I moved into, I started photography professionally in December 2020. Yeah, so that was basically the journey. So this is almost like my one year of being a professional photographer and doing this like full time. Yeah, so that's just been the journey for me basically. So let, let me just say this, right? Yeah. I think one, one of the few people that I have respect for is is the guys who, who are into professional photography like yourself. And the reason is this. I'm the worst person to tell to take a picture. I, I'm just going to get I'm just going to get it all wrong. Because, I mean, so every now and then people say, if I help me take a picture, I'm like, trust me, you you probably won't see yourself in in when when I in the image. And because I don't <laughs> understand how it works. I don't understand how lightning works. Yeah. I don't understand where to position yourself. You are meant to face the light or you are meant to back the light. And I'm wondering how do people, you know, people like yourself, you know, go about being able to take, you know, awesome pictures, even with yeah. with as little as mobile phones, you know. And then I came to understand that it's basically just an art. If you don't know it, you don't know it. Yes, it can be teachable, obviously, but if you don't know it, you don't know it. And which leads me to the next question. I mean, yeah. what what was the driving force behind it? Was it? I'm, I'm not. I mean, I know you lost your mom at some point, and I mean, when you posted that message, and I really, really felt heartbroken. I was like, man, this is because I've lost someone very dear to me, and yeah. I mean, I was literally heartbroken at that point in time. I mean, was that part of some sort of um, a healing process for you to you know to continue in that state? Um. Part of, I would say part of, because, um, so when I was doing mobile photography, um, which is not really recognized, why I'm saying that is because I'm not saying you can't take pictures, but if you have to do something professionally, then you have to, uh, you have to um, achieve it or you have to go about it from a professional point of view, you get. So um, part of it was more or less like a healing process. And I've always wanted to be in the creative art. One, one, one of the things that has always kept me moving, or is, I'm not, I'm not gloating, but I've always been a weird person. Basically, because of my, my personality. <laughs> yeah, that, I, honestly, I would say this because one, I'm not. There are certain things that I don't conform to, and people who are who tend to socialize tend to find me like boring like some of these guys boring or something like that so um i've always loved the arts to be to be very honest i've always loved the arts even though i was studying microbiology and then you look for jobs and jobs are not coming but i've always loved the arts and then but i found photography i think in 2019 i knew i wanted to be a photographer since 2019 i know that's what i wanted to do so but after losing my mom um, I knew that I just had to go about it because first of all, I told myself, I don't know when I'm going to achieve my dreams. I know getting a job is good, right? But um, nothing gives you joy as doing what you love. That's just honest truth. So um, I made a decision in 2020. And then part of the reason was also because losing my mom gave me some form of drive. Like, okay, bro, I think you can do this. Yes, mom, she may have gone. She has left some legacy for you so why don't you start something for yourself and then just go ahead go ahead with it so that was that was like part of the reasons but i've known i've always wanted to be a photographer if i used to tell my mom that mom see i'm definitely going to be a photographer 
I talked about different things or what I wanted to do, but I knew that at some point I would end up being a photographer. So yeah, that was just basically what. Yeah. Nice. Okay, that, that that's really nice. Um, so let me. I think my next question is. You know when you first you get you, something that you look forward to for, for the yeah. first time. So for example, when I got the the coin mic that I'm using for for the podcast, yeah. and it felt like I was in heaven, <laughs> right? And the question is, how did you feel when you got your first gear? I mean, your first real photography gear. How, how what was the feeling like? Man, see, to be to be very frank with you, guy, I felt elated. Like I was I was speechless because. You know, you had it's like it's like you it's like you you it's like a boy that has a dream, that has a dream of um, mm. trying to get, um, trying to own a car, or maybe trying to be like an like a racer, like a yeah. car, like a NASCAR racer or something like that. Then you've been drawing cars, you've been watching cars, you've been watching people who are in this industry do these things like years. They keep maybe they crash, they cop drinking champagne and all those victories and losses that they have, and you're like, oh my, where will I get this? So. I can't forget that day. I went with a friend of mine. Um, he's also a um, Twitter user. Um, Dave is a photographer like me. Um, King Toddy on Twitter. And we went to a role lawyer that's um, on the Lagos Island. That's like the biggest camera market. Yeah, Lagos Island. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, Lagos Island. So I had the opportunity to buy a Sony A6300, Sony Alpha A6300 or a Canon M50. So I was like... But because Sony, Sony challenges of getting lenses, having to switch lenses, I didn't want to starting off. I just didn't want to spend so much. I got myself a kind of man. I felt it was like <laughs> it was like the pod cold water. I was like, is this me? Like, <laughs> is this you, Sensei? Like, oh, well, you don't buy this thing like this. So like joke, like jokes. I was no, I was. Oh I, couldn't, I couldn't wait. I couldn't wait. To turn it on, I couldn't wait to just. I, I felt like just probably entering into the camera. This is what the camera felt like. But it was, I was very very happy. It was one of my and it was also my birthday gift. Um, it was one of the biggest, one of oh, my biggest achievements nice. of 2020. Yeah, um, yeah, I would say so. I was really very happy, man. Just like you said, getting your mic. It's, it's like this is now journey begins. Now you can beat your chest and say yes. I have arrived, so <laughs> it was it was something that yeah. I really I really thank God for, and yeah, it was it was just awesome, very awesome, yeah. very awesome. So, so how has how has the experience been? I mean, I know you've probably done a few gigs in terms of you know taking professional yeah. gigs and all. How has okay? Let me let me ask that. So let me put two folds into that question. First question is how has okay. how has the experience been? The next one is what has been the, the challenges, especially that you know people in your field face as a professional photographer. Um, okay, so let me start by answering your first question. Um, the challenges, the um, challenges that we face, um, basically, I think for me, I think it has to be one of them. Will be it's almost it's almost I would say it's almost. It's, it's like a broad spectrum challenge that every photographer, every creative face. You have, first of all, the one you have would be pricing because, you know, um, the chain of the chain of um, getting a gig done is you get a referral from someone and the client okay. that, that so the person that gave you the referral 
now gets to you that's your prospective client probably sends you an email although most nigerians don't tend to use emails either instagram and they want to see your portfolio some they can just get easy access to so they go to instagram check your portfolio sometimes they get the call like they call you and so they text you on whatsapp so um which i think one of them is surprising because i feel like photography is is i would say is still growing to be very honest with you um there are ogs who are who are already who are already in this industry who are doing awesome but there's also a challenge for the young nigerian photographers who are just coming up so number one is pricing because um you may start by saying this is what you offer and these are your works and they will be like no it's too expensive so it's always a challenge of your job being too expensive and what they can afford you understand so um it's something you have to just play smart about sometimes you have to tell let them know that well this is what this is what it is especially when you know that price of gear are going up and at the end of the year you want to achieve yeah. a particular goal as your finances and your business so that's one um another thing another challenge i face is um um what's it called i would say like clients not understanding your style of photography so there's always been a like a clash where okay clients come out and tell you yeah they'll tell you like okay so i want to take a picture like this can you replicate this for me and you're like okay so if you look at this picture you discover that this picture was taken by a person and then this is your own style so it's always better they go to someone who does that type of style uh, but they will not go to them because first of all they know that they cannot afford such a, such a person but because it's aesthetically pleasing they feel you can replicate it so they want you to walk around walk your way around and then turn to a magician of some sort and like no i don't do this so there's always that comparison of clients comparing you with another photographer which doesn't always work and yeah so sometimes i also believe that if you don't have like if you don't have enough gear you can't do the job those are one of the challenges personally i face but one very hilarious one i face is someone comes to you and say okay i want to take maybe some amount of pictures and like okay no for this amount i can't do this because this is your budget i'm trying to walk around and at least give you the best i can and then you're like okay let's do just let's say three or four or five pictures and then you take five pictures and then obviously you've been taking many pictures but you have to pick out five by the time you select them, they're like, oh, I like the picture, oh, yeah. I like the picture, oh, I like the picture. I'm like, okay, bro, hey, chill. You said you wanted five. How come you're wanting so much? And I'll tell them, if you start taking these pictures, you want most, why not just pay for more and get everything than paying for less? And then you still tell me at the end of the day, you want more. So those are, that's just like by the wayside. But pricing is one, um, it's one big challenge that every photographer faces because um many people don't really know the value of um photography fairly clientele so sometimes sometimes i tend to do like consumer education when i'm meeting new clients just let them know i try not to divulge how much i spend for every gear. it's not that it's not of any importance but like like, like to let them know that this is what photography yeah. is it's something that will last for a lifetime you get so i think pricing is one then basically what we face generally is i feel like Pricing is still one of them because we have so many up, up and coming photographers who are trying to make ends meet, you understand? Um, um, and they have that same challenge like me. Then another thing I feel like is 
we are not we've not come to really accept photography for what it is like i said earlier um having to set the price for your client letting them understand this is this is something you do like full time and then you always have to make um you have this something you make your living from so you have to understand they you have to make them understand this is what you do and but not necessarily give them information that they don't need because they don't they don't necessarily need to need to know certain oh, information nice. about why you're doing this or why but you just have to strike like a balance then um another thing is so pricing is one challenge that most photographers face especially the young ones the ones who are in the, already in the industry trust me they are doing really very good because um they establish like a brand for themselves so um another one is we've not really come to um, we've not fully accepted photography why i feel so is because um the genres that pay in nigeria are not so much take for example um you don't have so many architectural photographers in nigeria i mean proper architectural photographers in nigeria here yeah. um nigerian photography is more streamlined to portraits and events and events being things like probably um weddings which pay more start yeah and we have weddings then you have maybe like red carpet events but weddings wedding photographers are like one of the biggest hits in nigeria and like top shots in nigeria i've been able to meet um one myself which is beg i met him at a friend's wedding um early this year cool guy so those are like one of the things and photography is is really really wide it's very very diverse so but we don't tend to have so many photographers and many photographers who, do, who want to do other stuff not everybody can do portraits not everybody can do where they normally like to do um what's it called uh, red carpet um, photography some people want to do nature wildlife some people want to do macro photography um, photography yeah, little little things some people want to do automobile photography but Nigeria doesn't make that. It's almost like way Nigerian music is almost everybody's doing Afrobeat. In fact, if you're not doing Afrobeat at the moment or something similar to that, if you're like you're not doing anything, you probably not get endorsed or you may not get signed to a record label or stuff like that. So I feel like it's one of the challenges. So it's still very, very um it's still it's still like it's still in this developmental stage. So I'll say like this is like a second phase of its development in Nigeria. But thank God for things like yeah, digital art that has been able to help um, internet people and job photographers can go on exhibitions. I was in, I was even my work on my one of my works were was exhibited early this year for by um, a group called Medicine and Arts with a virtual exhibition here um, on mental health. So things like that help photographers from their home to be able to showcase their work. But like I said, when you talk about your local, these are still the challenges and we face, generally speaking. Yeah, so, so your experience so far? Okay, so my experience basically, um, I would say this, it has been wonderful. Um, it has, it's been a mix of up and downs, but mm-hmm. so far so good. I'm grateful. I'm really, really grateful to God how far I have. I have come and been um, a creative artist. Um, I remember like my first gig I did after I got my camera, I was paid like 5k and um, I was really very happy. Are you I serious? Speed light. Yes. I didn't have a speed light. I didn't have 
I didn't have nothing, just my camera. So someone in church reached out to me and said, "Wow." Um, he he said he saw that he feel okay. He knows that I'm a photographer and that um, he wants to have his his daughter's birthday, her one year birthday. If I would come mm. take pictures of them, and so I was like, "Okay, yeah, that'll do." So we're trying to bargain price. I was like, "Oh, I was feeling fly. Like, let me let me build this guy." Oh my and goodness. Like, <laughs> what you can afford is 5k. I'm like, what? Are you joking me? Oh I said, okay, no problem. Well, the money that the money that you get, as long as you get the money, no money is no money is bad money, any money is good money. As long yeah. as it's, leg- it's legitimate, yeah. So I I went, took my gear, just took my camera, got my battery, and then I um Went to do the sh- um, do the shoot. Came back. I got paid. I think that day. So I was actually I was very happy. Then um, the gig that got me my first hundreds of thousands of naira was a friend's wedding. I was like a third shooter. Um, um, it was that was the first time I ever flew, and oh, I was wow. I was yeah, I was very happy, and um, I was like, oh my, is this me? Because I went there, he was like, "Bro, I see your work." We happened to finish from the same secondary school. We just got married, um, oh, but traditional wedding was in the east, in Brazil. So he paid my flight ticket to our fro, lodged me in a hotel. It was fun. We I did the shoot. Then after the wedding, I was able to cover his elder brother's um, wife's introduction, introduction because she was not ah, from, yes. or she's not from Nigeria. She's from Estonia. So um, oh, it was. So when I came back after a couple of weeks, he paid me. I sent him the, the images. Well, like 153 images. I'm like, wow. When I saw the first, when I saw the pair, I'm like, what? Oh my goodness. Oh my. must have felt on top of the world. Bro, when I saw the alert, I'm like, damn it. Damn it. So um I was really, really very happy. I was very happy. So I I couldn't believe it that this was this was just me getting paid for for doing what you love. Yeah. So I just I was I in fact I just give I just give God thanks that man. I couldn't believe it because you know having to you know how to enter place if you get a CP. So and then having to get paid by somebody and all. I, in fact I was just so generally it's been good. Um, it's been ups and down. There are days probably you don't get gigs and things like that. Interesting. So, um, so I just yeah, I just bless God. Yeah, yeah. So, so I mean, it's it's it's, it's really interesting to know you know starting from using mobile phones to do your photography and then you you know having your gear and all and then getting paid five k for your first for your first job. Um, um, bro. So uh, like, I'm, I'm going to ask another two two sided questions, right? And the first one is, okay, what inspires you? And the second, so that's the first one. The second one is, what, what does photography mean to you as a person? Okay, so um, what inspires me, man? I don't have, I don't really have like a particular thing that inspires me. I have a couple of things that inspire me. So first of all, um, I would like to say that if if you were to be a person, there's someone I really look up to. Um, 
before I started photography, I used to follow a lot of photography pages. So if I'm to place this as a person, yeah. like if it were to be a person who inspires me, yeah, I would say someone, I would say um, Peter Mackinon. Um, Peter Mackinon okay. is um, yeah, he's a popular YouTuber. He's a filmmaker. He's like an overall content creator. I mean, he has like two pages. One for he has his YouTube and Instagram. Instagram one for uh, what's it called? One for photography. Then the other one for uh, what's it called? For he loves he's into this pirate type of art so he used to be a magician so what oh, i, I love his yes so he does this pirate um, collection cars doing magic so i really love his art his one that really inspired me to like break boundaries um another person would be um his name is kyle volas he's oh. a yeah kyle volas he's from i think norway he's um, a travel photographer Basically, a travel photographer and a content creator. Then the other person would be um, Sam Coda. He's a YouTuber as well. He's a videographer. He makes amazing videos, and his videos are always top notch. So, but what inspires me? These are like the people now. So, but what inspires me? One, um, I think is the it's the will to create, like having to create. Sometimes it has been the people around me. Um, although I live in a place where I wouldn't say really kind of motivates me to do photography like it's not something you would want to say oh um this is something that keeps me going so so but um still the people around me my family my friends basically and sometimes i just get lost in like thoughts and an idea pops into mind. So it's a mix of both people. It's a mix of my experiences traveling, and mm. sometimes I will say this YouTube. Uh, I'm telling you, you know, like see. one of the videos for yeah, YouTube. Those things are like they've given me like drive to do what people don't really do, and I think what makes me different. Yeah. So, so yeah. So, your, so what does question, photography mean to you? Yeah. Okay, yes, photography for me is art. Uh, a lot of a lot of people say what is art. I don't think you can really define art. I totally you agree. Yeah. Yes, you can't you can't say what's art because I've told myself what is really art is art what you, there's no there's no definition per se. So art is basically what anyone calls what art is, if there's anything like that. So it's what you call it that is art to you, is what I call it as art to me. But photography to me is, first of all, it's art because it's, an art is unique to every artist. You look at Leonardo da Vinci, you look at Pablo Picasso, you look at um, Henri Cartier-Bresson, who is a popular street photographer. Um, You look at um, Peter Mackinon, you look at these big guys, they are different in their own, genre of photography or art do so i think art is unique to me um, it defines you um art to me is also a discipline because i mean it's literally taught in schools in universities it may not be everywhere but it's also a form of discipline because there are courses on it it has a technical side to it so it's also a very it's a discipline and it's um to me i feel it's like i feel it's communication 
because you communicate as a digital artist you communicate what you see what you imagine okay. in your head because photography for me starts from the head i had a shoot today with a, a popular model um i was doing it for a, for the collaboration um the collaborative um, project and i had pictured it in my head of what i really wanted to do before he came we didn't have any mood board which by right i'm supposed to have a mood board he's supposed to see it but i went with the flow and what i had in my head was what i was able to picture and the good thing was able to vibe with me on that same level so i feel it's art um photography is art to me it's um being unique it's been it's, it's also it's a discipline then it's communication being able to communicate your ideas your thoughts into millions and billions and quadrillions of pixels for people to be able to see and i also feel like art is not confusing it's not something that's confusing because it's simple it's something that anybody can understand there are times it may be probably intricate for people people are like okay what am i looking at but it's not it's not really confusing per se intricate may be the word but it's not confusing so um it's a lot of things man because like you said um there are people not everyone who holds a camera is a photographer yeah, I agree. yeah. yeah. anybody can just wake up and take a picture with your iphone 13 that's just out 12 or 11 or your samsung galaxy but every artist every photographer is unique to his own art so i feel the the main word there is just being unique and then communication as what it is for me basically I mean, so on the back of that, I think I'm just going to ask this question straight away. Do you do you have a niche of photography that you um, that you dive into, or you just fluid for now, or you're looking to okay, look um, because of my environment, I want to do wedding photography, or I want to do product photography, or I mean, so is there a particular field that or a particular niche, so to say, that you're diving into at the moment, or you're just fluid? and see what comes along um okay the thing is for now um many photographers who start off tend to start off doing a whole lot of niche not okay. i i feel it comes in both angles one because a lot of them are puzzled they don't really know what to do which is natural it's like going into senior secondary school you don't know if you want to become a science student or a student a commercial student so you have like a mix of everything and then after a couple of years you can able to stamp your feet so yeah i'm i'm open to a whole lot of photography genre um but if i'm to streamline them streamline them i'll say um, i'm open to weddings i'm open to architecture because i love architecture um but basically what i'm doing at the moment now is portrait and product um product is something i would i would want to do like full time you understand but um yeah with my yeah with my environment and being that i'm still fairly fairly new you understand i i i tend to do a whole lot of portraits for for birthdays then events uh, so those are like you have to also weigh like your hobbies and so what you love to do and yeah. then what pays you then definitely when you are solid on the ground when you establish your brand you can ask okay i want to do this basically so product is something i want to do but if i'm to pick out like five genres i'll tell you i love doing which i'm open to it would be aside from portraits and products it would be wedding it would be um what's it called architecture 
um, it will be events and it will be automobile photography, which is also also very very rare. So, but so like journals, I'm open to and yeah. So, but portraits and product are basically what I do. For for now, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, so um, so I've seen you post a few things about you know architectural pictures. You where you're asking on Twitter if you know these real estate guys don't have you know professional photographers to take pictures of, of their building. So what's it about architectural photography that that fascinates you? I love a whole lot of things. And one of the challenges I've had when I was growing up is having to pick on one particular thing and then I'm always here and there. But you know, as you get older you try to find your purpose and try to do what you, what as in focus your thing on one particular thing and then just run through with it you know, for probably your whole life and things like that. So but um we also like to deviate sometimes. So for architectural photography I love I love design like I'm a big fan of designs. When I see architecture um, and how it's being created, I like to um, understand the story behind it, the design behind it, um, probably based on aesthetics or um, um, probably economic design, maybe based on the weather climate that involves them building a particular structure. But I'm in love with the Renaissance uh, architecture, architecture from the like, 1600s from like the 1500s and things like that basically so i the way the way the lines converge the patterns the texture the materials it's something that fascinates me a lot and um fine art architecture is one thing i really really love because the black and white brings out the aesthetic um into architecture so that yeah that's one reason why i really enjoy it i feel like it's not it's not it's not the it's not the common thing in Nigeria. I don't think it is. Architecture here is just based real estate architecture, which is still commercial architecture here. So that's just basically it here. Yeah. Wow. I mean, it feels like you're seeing a lot of Greek right now with everything you just described. Yeah. Because I have no idea what you just, what you just said. Um, so, so lastly, yeah. So what's what's next for Sensei? Um, photography? Okay, yeah. So, um, what's next for Sensei? Next one um, year. Yeah. Next one year. Okay. Um, first off, um, I plan to work with more people. Um, one of my biggest achievements for this year was um, I got to work with um, an artist, um, a rapper. I used to listen to him like way back from like 20, if I'm not wrong, 2014. Um, Eclipse. Eclipse from Casio B. He's a rapper. Um, he had a song called Salam Aleikum with MI, I think in 2016. It was the remix Salam Aleikum 2.0. So he's a, he's a Nigerian rapper. He was, I think, started from the Hennessy Artistry also. So, yes, Hennessy, Hennessy Artistry. Um, no, Hennessy Cypher, sorry, not the Artistry. I think Artistry was like one of them. So I got to work with him. I reached out to him. I was like, bro, I'd love to shoot you. I'm a big fan of well, He reached out to me and we had the shoot. So I'm open to collaborations. Um, I plan to work with, yeah, I plan to work with um, more people. I had another one to do with a model. He's like a commercial model. I was working with a lot of um, uh, music artists and other brands like Google and the rest. So um, I want I'm, I want to work with collaborative. I want to do like collaborative projects. I want to work with um, artists. Um, I want to work with people. Um, our day-to-day people. 
And also, I also want to, I'm trying to I'm work with brands, um, startup brands to help boost their um, market presence online as to their products yeah. and what they sell. Yeah, so from um, anybody into jewelries or um, food or like, basically, yeah, any any startup company as well as big brands. But you know, they say you have to start from you have to start little. Most of these brands then yeah, to start small big but time, think big. Yeah, they have, yeah, yeah, they have they have big 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 time photographers who are who like already on standby. So I want to work with big brands. I mean, sorry, um, smaller startup brands at least um, to also boost them. So basically, that's what I want to do. And also, um, I also plan to um, participate more for in competitions, um, online competitions that are across the globe. Also spread my my work, um, not just in Nigeria but outside. Yes, and then I have two more things. The other one is print. I've not had any of my prints, not one. I don't know why, but oh, I wow. think yeah, I think it's something I really have to. I've just been procrastinating on this. I plan to that. Then the last one would be um, yeah, the last one would be NFT. It's something I would always I would want to do as well. Like, yeah, I'd love to. I love to go. I think like digitized art is becoming a rave. When I when I saw, I don't know if you've seen. The yeah, it is. Yeah. yeah, it's it's, it's crazy. It's becoming people, a big thing now. Yeah, yeah. I remember the one people sold for sixty eight million dollars. He sold it for. I, mean, I don't know yeah. how many dollars. I was. It's, it's crazy. So and it's, it's it's something I feel like it gives a, a, a creative artist more opportunity to showcase their work. For their works to be more respected, more um, what's it called, more um, appreciated. Yes, appreciated. So that's from yes, that's just from basically. Wow, I mean NFTs are becoming a big thing now because I was True. on Twitter True. earlier today, and some guy said he bought uh, an NFT for a hundred Ethereum, and I was like, oh my goodness, what? That's, that's a ton of money. Like, a ton, man. I mean, that, that's a ton of that's a ton of money. But I, I mean, well, it's it's the world that we live in now, and like you said, digital yeah. art is is it's art. becoming a thing, and it's literally here to stay, um, whether we like mm. it or not. Um, wow! So it, it's been really insightful and you know uh, interesting talking to you, Sensei. Um, I'm I'm hoping that. Um, I'm hoping that we will have another session when you've blown and you're probably taking pictures of presidents and and governors and um, world people Man, from the world back that, that, the US. That is Hopefully. the that <laughs> is the that that is the cocoa, my brother. That's 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 it. I yeah. I I I wish I wish so too for you, man. Um, I'm really I'm really very happy. Um, I'm really happy to be here. I would like to, like I said, this is like my first time being online for anything. And even though it's small, I really, really appreciate the gesture. And man, I can't wait to be here again. I swear that I know if you win that goal. I can't. <laughs> well, th- thank you very much, um, Sensei. And we'd love to have you on board again sometime in the near future. Um, so, everyone, it's been interesting talking to Sensei. Thank you, Sensei, for coming on board. Um, yep, this is the switch, too. and my name is still a fertile. Sensei, do enjoy the rest of your evening. I used to grow. Have a wonderful one. <laughs>